Good morning, God's wonderful people. Welcome to another episode of Logos Santanas, where we give focus to expressing the life of the Word of God. For the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, and piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. The Word of God is alive. In Psalm 136 and verse 1 says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his mercy endureth forever. God is worthy to be praised. We are supposed to give him thanks in everything. The word says in everything, give him thanks. So let's give him thanks today and spend our day giving thanks to the God whose mercy endureth forever. Your identity locks your purpose. Your purpose is locked up in your identity. Today we conclude our study on Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to verse 31. And it has been a long journey, but one that was worth every step. We have looked at the three declarations God made concerning man in this section of Genesis chapter 1. This is what God declares that man is supposed to be and do. God here defines who man is. He defines everything about man. His entire scope of existence is described here in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 31. If you want to know who you are, if, if you want to know your purpose in life, it begins here in Genesis chapter 1. This is where your purpose is declared. This is where your purpose is identified. Your identity is given here. And we will do ourselves a great service if we take time out to learn what, the, what is said about us here in Genesis 1, verse 26 to 31. This study that we have engaged in, we have titled it The Warrior's Identity. Because I believe that you cannot learn your true identity without coming here first. If you don't know the purpose for which you were created, you will never unlock your purpose in life or your identity. You must come here to know why was I born. Why was I created? Why am I here? For what purpose am I here? All these questions are answered here. And we have done a good study on this in unveiling what, what our purpose is. The first declaration God made concerning man is, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. A second declaration declares, and God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And the third declaration was made by God in verse 29, and he says, Behold, I, give, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed, to you it shall be for meat. 
And he also said unto every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. And it was so. And the last phrase of this section, it says, And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. We have seen here the very definition of who man is. Because, my friends, when anything is invented or created by man, it is at the moment of its inception that man defines what it is. It is at the moment when they are planning and designing the item that is determined what the item will be and do. The devices and the various devices you are using, their purpose has been defined not by you who uses it, but by the one who created it. It's defined by the creator. It's defined by the manufacturer or the inventor. Your purpose and your identity can never be defined by anyone else but God. No man on the face of the earth, no man anywhere, no being anywhere can ever define who you are except God. He's the only one who can do that because he is the one who planned for you. He is the one who invented you. He's the one who created you. He defined what you must be and do. However, it's sad to say that we have allowed other entities to use us. We have allowed other entities to define us. We have allowed things to define us. And sad also, we have defined ourselves and redefined ourselves according to various th things in our mind and that we've concocted in our minds. But my friends, your identity is what God says you are. Your identity is who God says you are. God says you are created in his image. God says you will you must have dominion or you have dominion over everything in the earth. Everything in the earth. You have dominion over all the earth. The creatures in the air, the creatures that crawl upon the earth and the creatures in the waters. These are the three dimensions that God mentioned that man has dominion. Therefore, we conclude that man has dominion over all of physical reality. And we have outlined this throughout this study. We have defined that man is created to be fruitful. He's created to multiply. And by being fruitful, he will multiply. And by multiplying, he will fill the earth. And in filling the earth, he will subdue the earth and so manifest his dominion. He outlines for you how to exercise that dominion. All the dominion of man is exercised. God defined that right here. He also defines how man is preserved, how the warrior is preserved. And so he defines for us what we eat so to preserve our physical being. And these items that God has defined for us to eat, it is what brings us our healing. It is what replenishes our body. It is what renews our body. It is what completes us. In other words, it sustains us. What is expected of us here, my friends, in learning these things? It's expected of us that we are not going to allow society to define us. We are not going to allow some men in a boardroom to define who we are. 
We are not going to allow anybody, any other entity or any item on this earth or above this earth or beneath this earth to define who we are. We are created in the image of God. Therefore, we are God in the flesh. We are God in this realm. We are created to manifest God in this realm. We are created to act and be like God in this realm. Therefore, we will never allow anyone else to exercise dominion over us. We will never allow any other entity ab apart from God to exercise dominion over our being. We have been given dominion over the earth. Therefore, we must understand that we are not given dominion over other men. Therefore, we will not allow any man to exercise dominion over us. We exercise dominion over ourselves. And we take dominion over our body and over our life. And by doing that, we then give ourselves clear path, a clear path and a clear understanding and a clear view to exercise that dominion over the earth. You can never take dominion over the earth if you do not take dominion over your body. If you do not take dominion and exercise dominion over yourself, you can never exercise that dominion over the earth. A man who cannot control his appetite, a man who cannot control his desires, a man who has no handle on his being is a man who can never take control of the elements that God has given him control over. So we see that our dominion over all the earth begins with taking authority over our being. Taking authority over our being and over life and over body speaks also, my friends, to you exercising the authority of God over the things that would seek to dominate, control, or manipulate you. This we know is the spirit of witchcraft. The spirit of witchcraft always seeks to dominate, to manipulate, and to control. Do not and never allow any of these spirits into your domain or into your operations. Never seek to control anyone. Never seek to dominate anyone. Never seek to manipulate anyone. Because that is the spirit of witchcraft. We have looked at all these elements throughout our studies. And we have identified that the things that adversely affects your body, the sicknesses, the virus, the diseases, these are meant to be eradicated from our bodies by the herbs we eat and by the fruits we should eat. So fruits and vegetables we have identified are the things that God has given to us to be the source of our nutrients, the source of our maintenance of our body. is the source of our food. That's our food that God has given to us the fruits and the vegetables. We identify also through this that these are the mediums for our healing. So the fruits and vegetables contain the nutrients that is needed by our body to build our immune system. They are given by God to us to build a robust immune system that can fight off any disease or sicknesses. We have seen evidence and we have looked at a few evidences where individuals who have been, been plagued with adverse diseases in their bodies and they have turned the, 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 um, the, the destiny declared by doctors over their bodies. They have turned that around and they are still alive today. All because they chose to, to turn to what God says that will heal them. God says that, that, that the, the, the herb bearing seed is given to you for meat. And the trees bearing fruit with a seed in it is given to you for meat. These words we have identified and this very statement that God has made is one that says to you that this is how you receive your healing. This is how you are made complete. This is how you are made whole. 
by eating these items. I pray, my prayer today, my friends, is that you will take these items, you'll take these messages, you'll take these three decorations, and so go further and dig deeper into learning through the Spirit of God what this is saying to you. Because we have not exhausted these uh, three decorations. But I hope that I've whet your appetite, that I've, I've inspired you to dig deeper into these statements and l learn much more because there's a lot more here, here. There's a lot more here in these three decorations. But I hope that you will go deeper and dig deeper in the Spirit of God and through the Spirit of God so that He can give you greater revelation than what I've shared with you throughout this study. What is this meant to do, my friends? I also hope that in learning these truths, that it has caused you to know, think of yourself in a higher light, to think of yourself in a better light, and so move on to achieving great things for God. But my friends, you can never truly appropriate these three decorations if you do not have a relationship with God. The reality of which we have said over and over, time and again throughout this study, that man can never fully be the image of God until he has a relationship with God. Your identity is locked up in God. That is where you find your true identity. That is where you can give full expression to who you are. When your relationship with God is intact, when you have that relationship with God, you can never exercise true dominion in this earth without a relationship with God. Your connection with God is fundamentally who you are. Unconnected with God, if you are not connected with God, you can never be who you are. You are totally something else. You are not what God created you to be if you are not connected to God. My prayer, my friends, our prayer is that you live your life in full devotion, in full surrender to the Lord of Lords, to the King of Kings, because truly it is in him that we live and move and have our being. And you can never be anything else but what God has created you to be. You can never be anything else than what God determines that you are. If you journey or take any other journey to become anything else than what God has created you to be, you are living a lie and you are living contrary to God, to your purpose. And when any item, when any appliance is used contrary to its intended purpose, there's only one thing that is likely to happen and that the item or the appliance will malfunction and ultimately be destroyed. When an appliance is used in the way it's designed to be used and for what purpose it's designed to be used, its life is extended. In other words, it will live out the fullness of its life. You will live out the fullness of your life when you are doing what God created you to do, and that is to be him in this earth, to be his image, his likeness in this earth, and to exercise dominion here, just as though we exercise dominion over everything. My friends, my prayer today is that this study would have caused you to rise above every obstacle in life and never allow any demon from hell to take control of you. 
because you are given dominion over everything in this earth. My prayer is that you will not allow anything in this earth to have manipulative power over you. Paul says, all things are expedient for me, but I'll not be mastered by any. This is what you have to learn, my friends, that you are not anybody's puppet. You are not anything's instrument, but you are the image and the instrument of God in this earth. Live your life for God. Be God in this earth. But above all, you need to establish that relationship with God. Because without it, none of that is possible. Nothing of what we have shared throughout the study is possible absent your relationship with God. I implore you, if you do not have a relationship with God, that you do establish one today. Throughout this study, we have shown countless times that you cannot achieve anything that we have talked about without that relationship. How do you establish this relationship? This relationship with God is established and initiated through you repenting of your sins and accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And so you will have established your relationship and open that doorway for God to come into your heart and to be your God, be your Lord and your Father. As we go throughout our times here on earth, and as you go through the time in this season, I pray, my friend, that you will bow your knees to the Almighty God today. You'll accept his gift and his offering of his only begotten son who shed his blood for your sins to wash you clean of your sins. That's the reason he died on Calvary. That's the reason he was crucified on that cross so that you can have eternal life, so that you can be free from the manipulation of sin and live your life in freedom from all manipulation and in full manifestation of who you are. It's time, my friends, to get up and walk into your purpose. Will you repent of your sins today and accept Jesus Christ as a personal Lord and Savior? Will you receive him into your heart so that he can take you from where you are on the roadside, cast aside, rejected by society, unloved by family and friends. Are you willing to cast that aside and get up and bow your knees to the Lord of Lords and King of Kings and then rise to walk with him along the road and be everything he has created you to be? Are you ready to do that? Are you ready to cast aside your beggar's garment? Are you ready to cast aside all the things of your past and rise to live your life in full acknowledgement and manifestation of God. Today is your day, my friends. Won't you pray that prayer? Won't you ask God right now to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness and to make you clean and to come into your heart and be your, your Lord and Savior and to be with you? Renounce sin. Denounce sin in your life. Declare, I denounce any condemnation in my life to the camp of the, of the devil. And I accept you, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior and will serve you for the rest of my life. Won't you pray that prayer today and receive him into your heart? Father, I come to you this morning and I give you thanks for having brought me to this point of learning that I need you in order to survive.
I need in order to live. I repent today, Lord, of all my sins. And I commit my life into your hands. I renounce every connection in my life to the camp of Satan. And I surrender my life into your hands. Come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. Take control of me today and help me to be your child in this earth so that I can bring forth and manifest you in this earth. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I accept your gift. I accept your payment for my sins. And Father, I totally give myself to you and ask you to come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. A simple prayer like that, my friends, is all it takes to receive him into your heart. I hope and I pray that this journey was worth it as far as you're concerned because you have now received the Lord into your heart and life. It was all to get you to stand up and be who you are supposed to be, to stand up and fight and be that man that God designed you to be. For you who is already a believer, I pray my prayer for you is that this message, this study, would have opened your eyes to the possibility of the power and the authority you possess in God. All the tragedies you have endured throughout your past life, now you must be able to now look at them in light of this truth. And now as you look forward to ensure that they never happen again because you have control of your life. You cannot control the world or life itself, but you can control you. And this is a truth that I would love for you to walk away from the study with. That I have dominion. And therefore, my life will be what I want it to be. And so, I will do what God has created me to do. I will be who he has created me to be. And nothing in this life will ever change that. Because I won't let it. Be the warrior God has created you to be. Conquer every single fear in your life. Conquer every addiction in your life. Conquer every instrument of the devil that has been arrayed against you. Conquer every single one because you are more than a conqueror through him who loves us and has given his son to shed his blood for us and has designed us to have dominion. Go forth, my friends, and exercise that dominion and be God in this earth. Until our next study, I pray, my prayer is that you go forth and be the image of God and live in his likeness. Your identity locks your purpose. Your purpose is locked up in your identity. This study that we have engaged in over the past months has unveiled this truth to us in many different ways. We have seen its demonstration. We have seen it manifested throughout the content of our study. And I pray that this would have been the means by which God would use to get you to understand that you are more than what you know. You are more than what you have known all these years. Much, much more. And so lift you and inspire you to achieve more and to be more in this earth. Will you take time out to leave us a comment of how this study has blessed you and has impacted your life? 
you can leave us a comment or you can send us an email to our email address in the description of these of this episode and all the episodes so that we know how we have touched your life and how this is, has been a benefit to you we do hope that it has truly been a blessing to you and has caused you to rise to be all that god has created you to be hallelujah let's pray father we thank you, O God, for your goodness. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercies, Father. We are nothing without you, and we can be nothing without you. Today, Father, we pray that your Spirit, your Holy Spirit, will take that which you have ministered to our hearts through these studies, and that, Lord, it will cause us to implement them in our lives, and so become who you have truly created us to be. To the world is, Father, we need you and our prayer today is that lord you will tabernacle with us in a new way so that we can once more be who you have created us to be just as you designed it father we give you thanks we give you praise in jesus name amen and amen bless the lord have a great day now my friends and do remember that god loves you and i do too shalom <music>